0: Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to The Dwell Differently Podcast. I'm your guest host, Vera Schmitz, filling in for my sister, Natalie Abbott. And today, guys, I am... So excited to be welcoming Sadie Robertson Huff onto the show. She is such a light in this world. You might know her from Duck Dynasty or Dancing with the Stars, or maybe you're already following the amazing things that God is doing in her life, leading the next generation with Live Original, her organization, with the book she's writing. um, She's got a new book that you guys are going to love. We're going to talk about it today. And so Sadie, welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you. Thank you. I am so excited to be
1: on your show. I love what y'all are doing and just so thankful for the ministry and so pumped to get to have a
0: conversation. Yes. Okay. So I had the privilege of going down to Louisiana to Sadie's hometown and hearing her speak at Live Original. And let me just tell you, if you ever have the opportunity to see her in person, you got to go. Uh, But if not, you got to go on her YouTube channel and hear what she has to say. Guys, this woman is courageous and bold in her faith. And uh, I'm so excited because today we are talking about the verse. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded, which is Hebrews 1035. We're focusing on this verse all month long. um, And Sadie is going to speak into that. And so, again, we are just pumped to hear what you have to say. So Sadie, I listen to your podcast. Well, that's good. That's another thing you can check out. Her podcast is awesome. Um, But I know that you start every show by asking your guests what's the best piece of advice that they've ever received. So I'm asking you today. I love it. I love it. So,
1: I always say the best piece of advice I've ever been given, and it holds true, um, which I've been given so much good advice. So, I could probably go on and on write with a this book. question, but <laughs> I could totally write a book on just pieces of advice I've been given. But the best piece that comes to mind was from my great grandmother. She's amazing. She's still living 90 years old, and she is just sharp and wise and amazing. And um, one day I came home from school and I went to her house, and I was so frustrated at, you know, someone did something that was rude or whatever, and I was like, what am I going to do to, like, come back at this person? Mm. And um, I can't remember what the circumstance was, but I was telling her about what happened, blah, 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 and she looked at me and she said, Sadie, you know, you're not kind to people because other people are kind to you. You're kind because that's who you are, Mm. because you're a kind person. And it just really struck me and has been so pivotal for me because she Was basically saying, You're not kind as a reaction to other people being kind to you. You don't react in life, you live your life based out of the place of who you are. And so it was so good for me to hear because now with a following and stuff, people are rude. You know, people are going to say rude things. And even without a following, people are rude. And you're going to have people that frustrate you, or you're going to have, you know, relationships in your life that aren't great, or that aren't don't treat you right. And in those moments, you can't just react to those people, because that's what they're giving to you. Mm-hmm. You really have to sit there and say, oh, that's, that's not who I am. I am who God says I am. I have the fruit of him flowing off of my life. You know, I have the spirit of him breathing through me and it it changes people whenever you know who you are. And so it's just such a good piece of advice she gave me and has stuck with me.
0: I love that. I um, had a similar piece of advice when I was 15 um, and my sister, I was talking about a girl that was just like terrible attitude at school, tearing people down. Cursing in the hallways, always getting in trouble. And she looked at me, my sister, and she says, I have two sisters and two older brothers. And um, my sister Rebecca looked at me and she said, Dear Beth, you have no idea what she has walked through. And mm-hmm. that just stopped me from judging her and wanting to, same kind of thing, like be unkind or like roll my eyes at her and to say, you know what? I don't know what she's been through. Because mm-hmm. um, most of the time people – people are acting a certain way because of things that have happened to them. That is oftentimes yep. the case. So that's totally. a great piece of advice. And I love starting there because if you don't know Sadie, now you know this girl is kind. She is smiley. She is happy. <laughs> and um, that's what what I love um, about you as a leader. Thank you. Um, so Sadie, I want to dive kind of off into the deep end. Um I want to talk about you being a leader of this young generation that gets a bad rap (laughs) a lot of the time, and now you're the one kind of leading the charge. And I want you to tell us about what God has put on your heart for this generation and kind of why you do what you do. What is your purpose and your passion in, in leading this generation? Yeah,
1: I love this generation. I really do. I am a part of it. So I should love it. I should be proud to be a part of it. I think it is hard because people look at our generation and we do get a bad rap. You say, oh, y'all are the selfie generation. Y'all are the anxious generation. Y'all are um, a lot of times self-conceited, anxiety-ridden, lonely, all the things. And the truth is, yeah we do struggle with some of that. You know, Mm -hmm. we at times can be a little bit self-absorbed and at times can definitely struggle with anxiety and can definitely have these issues, but that's not who we are. That is um, what we struggle with. And I think that is an outcome of the the times that we're living in. Um, I think social media has definitely played a factor into making us feel the way that we feel or making us act the way that we act. Mm. But... That's not who we are. And I just believe that God, back to the message of live original, God has made us original, uniquely made, designed with intention, clearly born for this time that we're living in. And so what I want to do for this generation is help us look at, okay, these are the things we've been given. We've been given social media. We've given all these things. And we're clearly unhealthy in doing it. How do we do it in a healthy way? Mm. How do we do it and remain original how do we do it and continue to be the light of the world how do we do it and continue to spread the fruit of who god is joy love peace kindness goodness all these things how do we live in our day and despite what the world throws at us stand firm on, um, the rock of ages. And so, yeah, I, I think any generation has the opportunity, no matter what you've been pegged with, no matter what people view you as, no matter what people have put on you to really be who actually God created you to be. And that's not just generation that's individual Mm. as well, Mm -hmm. but it's the individuals that make this generation. And so that's kind of what I talked about and who are you following of just, okay, social media Literally, it's made up of the people. So it's only going to be as healthy as we are. Mm. And if we're not healthy, it will always be dark. But if we are light, and it will be light. And so just taking a look at our inner life and how we approach things and trying to make sure that we're bringing that light to the world, not just like blending in with the darkness.
0: I absolutely love that. And just as a little sidebar, if you don't know, Live Original is Sadie's organization. And it, can you give us just like a quick little synopsis of like, what is Live Original?
1: Yeah. So back whenever I was five years old, goes all the way back that far. (laughs) My dad used to nickname like all my friends and he would always give them the coolest nicknames. And so one day I was like, Dad, like I want a cool nickname. Like, why do I not have a cool nickname? And he said, Sadie, you're just the original. Mm -hmm. You're just original. It's just who you are. And when he said it to me at five, I was like, oh, that is not cool. Original, that is not a good nickname. Right. That is not stick. Right. Who wants to who wants that to be their <laughs> nickname? But he always called me the original. And so then whenever I was older and um Older, as in fifteen, and wanted to decided to that I wanted to write a book. Um, I was like, "What is my message?" And it was just that that you're original and that living original. If you live original, then you know you can actually find a lot of confidence in that and who God says that you are, and just own it. And the world needs that version of you. And so. That's kind of how it all started from that initial book, and then since then, the ministry has grown into s- several books, podcasts, um, gosh, clothing line, blogs, vlogs, all anything in mm-hmm. every way we can reach people in app, um, and that's what we do. And so we try to run each other that. You're made originally and by a good, good creator. And we also have the intention of always being a good sister and a friend to people who don't have one. And so no matter what we do through Live Original, through LO, it's with the intention to be a sister and a friend to those out there who don't have one.
0: I love that. In fact, like that's a message that I need to hear. I tend to be... Um... So I personally don't have an Instagram account. I help with the the Dwell Differently um, Instagram account. I used to have a page of my own. And I took a step back. Probably It was in 2016. I was like, man, I just got to get out of here. It wasn't healthy for me on a bunch of different levels. And I have been challenged reading through your book. Maybe God wants me in that space. And I'm always asking him. I'm like, Lord, if you want me back in that space, I will do it. It is not what I want to do. I would prefer to just stay private and stay back here. Um, but mm-hmm. you challenged me to think about it differently, about mm-hmm. going into a dark space and pouring in light. Um, and we, yeah. we have that opportunity.
1: Yeah. Well, I think first of all, I think it's awesome that you deleted it when you knew that you needed to. And that's what I want everyone to understand that you need a break sometimes and you need to delete the app. I deleted it last week for a week. Sometimes you just need to delete it and you need to just, you know, let yourself be filled with with Jesus and um, refresh your soul and your spirit and seek him before you scroll. Like totally 100 percent. That is needed. But I also think that there is a time to truly, like God says, like, you're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Like, you don't light a lamp and put it under a sand, like, put it on top of the sand so it lights the whole house up. And I do think that sometimes as Christians, we can take this approach to say, like, oh, well, that's just so dark, so I need to get away from it, instead of saying, that's just so dark. I got the lie of Jesus. And I gotta of get it. out of here. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta bring it into yes. the darkness instead of running from the darkness, mm. you
0: know. So I think there's there's a both to that. Mm. There's a both. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good word. And it it for sure has challenged me. I have a couple friends. One of them is a LO sister ambassador from last year. It's awesome. And she was she's always pushing me. She's like, Listen, you got you should be on here. You are a light and the world needs more light. And so I'm just I am I love that your response was, let's write this book. I'm going to write this book. Who are you following? And it's it really is, to me, kind of a guide
1: mm-hmm. of how to
0: do this in a way where you do become the light. So can you talk a little yes. bit about that motivation to write this book and why why it matters right now? Yeah,
1: you know, that really is the intention, that it would be a guide. And the reason why is because social media is so interesting because there's a million things that we go through today um, that are struggles for us that we can look to our parents or our mentors and say, Hey, help me. Like, how did, how did y'all do it? How did you get through it? How did you uh, work through and navigate this aspect of life? Social media is a unique one in the sense that they didn't have this when they were young. And so it's not like you can look to a mentor and say, Hey, like, how do you navigate social media? How do you navigate when this happens or that happens on my screen? And, yeah, they can give you the best wisdom that they can. And I'm someone who loves to seek wisdom from older generations, from my mom, my dad, from my mentors. But this is a unique one. And so from someone in the age group of social media started, um, I mean, really got big, you know, whenever I was young, and I got in serum when I was in eighth grade I think 7th or 8th grade so I really grew up Mm -hmm. like in high school and um, throughout the past few years in my lower 20s with social media I'm like okay I feel like God has given me some wisdom and learning some of these things and maybe I can help be a guide to the person who's struggling and who doesn't know how to navigate this because there's not many resources out there who say this is how you navigate social media in a biblical way this is how you navigate it um, by still remaining true to the call that God has in your life this is how you not only navigate it but you own it and the aspect of you're the light of the world, so go own it. Um, And so I was very thankful to hopefully be a guide to people throughout their journey of social media because it is a journey Mm -hmm. and it is something that you have to seek wisdom in. And I think that's the fault is that we don't and we just scroll mindlessly. Mm -hmm. But when you put
0: intention behind it, amazing things happen. Yes, I love that. Now, I was recently listening to An interview, or actually, I think you were giving a speech, and you talk about the difference between being famous and being an influencer. And I'm thinking about the person listening right now. It's like, oh, this is this. Maybe this episode isn't for me because I'm not famous, and I don't, you know, like I have a 200 people or 20 people follow me on Instagram. So, can you talk to that? Like, talk to the difference between being famous and being an influencer, and what would you say to that person? Totally. You know, I think that was one of the fears in writing
1: the book is that people would think that they can't relate because they're not famous and um, they think that they're not an influencer. And recently I was at Liberty University, an incredible school. There's about 10,000 students in this arena that I was speaking to. And I said, how many of you consider yourself famous? And maybe like two people raised their hand as a joke, <laughs> you know. And then I said, uh, how many of you consider yourself an influencer? No one raised their hand. And I told them, I said, I think you're all wrong. I think, you know, you might not be famous. That's true because being famous just simply means to be known. And maybe you're not known by a lot of people. Maybe, you know, you're only known by your circle of friends or your family or whatever. And then I said, but an influencer, an influencer doesn't have anything to do with being famous. An influencer doesn't even have anything to do with having a swipe up link or a blue check. Although we have, you know, pegged that word to that. An influencer is actually having the ability to affect the character of someone or have change on someone's life. And I said, if you consider yourself to be a Christian, you are the ultimate influencer because you actually have the power inside of you, the spirit of the living God inside of you, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of you to literally minister to people around you. You're literally called to do that, to go and make disciples. And so if you say you're a Christian and you say you're not an influencer, then maybe you're not looking at Christianity in a super biblical way. Because biblically speaking, we're called to go and make disciples of the world and so For Jesus, go and make disciples for Jesus Christ. And so we should be the ultimate influencers. So I have a sign on my wall over here that says, Be an influencer worth following. Oh, I love that. Because there are a lot of influencers who aren't worth the follow. There are a lot of influencers out there and famous people out there that aren't changing anything about the way that people live, but being an influencer worth following It's being an influencer that actually has something to say and give to someone. And the best thing you can give to anyone is Jesus Christ. And just remember that this whole following thing, it's not really about following people on social media. The reason I wrote that book titled, Who Are You Following? is because when Jesus went to each of his disciples, what did he say? He said, follow me. Mm-hmm. It's very important to Jesus that the disciples followed him. And it's important to him today that we follow him as well. And so before you follow anyone on social media and seek their, you know, advice or seek their life or think seek their fame, it's important that you're following Jesus Christ and seeking who he is because following Jesus actually makes you an influencer yourself.
0: I think that is so wise, Sadie. I think, I love that you're asking, you or telling yourself like, be an influencer worth following. It's like, I have a little sign right in front of me right now and it says God is in you because that's what mm-hmm. I want to remember is like, yep. we're talking about the God who created everything out of nothing. Yep. Lives in me. Right now and in you. And because we're together and we're talking, Jesus is with us right now, like over the internet. It's unbelievable. And we cannot forget that. As soon as my confidence is wavering, it's because I have forgotten that God is in me. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's the truth. it is the truth, and so we do have influence. We do have the opportunity to lead people, and if we are not remembering that truth about us, then we're going to be wavering. And now we've got somebody that we got the blind lead following and leading the blind.
1: Yep, that's exactly what's happening. Because that's the thing, you know, you follow these people on Instagram, and you don't realize that they're leading. You know, like you are searching. And looking at their page and scrolling their page and wanting to be like them. But you also have to take into account that they might be lost themselves. They might be trying to figure out these big things themselves. And that's not wrong. We're all figuring out our own journey. We're all going to have questions. But when you're following someone who's lost (laughs) do you understand that you're also going to be lost and so it's important that individually we're all following jesus the way the truth the life leading us to the father so that we know where we're leading other people as well so when people follow you if you have 200 followers, 2,000 followers, 2 million followers, where are you leading your people? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what what are you influencing them to do? Are you just, you know, showing the pictures of yourself to get likes um, with the intention that, you know, you will feel loved? Um, because that's not going to make you feel loved. That's only going to come from God. Are you using it to, you know be cool to or are you just like coasting and just have this page because you're just following other people or are you using it with intention Mm. like hey you have 200 people looking at your life how are you going to impact them and um i would say that you could make more of an impact with 200 people than you can with 2 million people If your intention with the 200 is to genuinely disciple them and the intention of the 2 million is just to have followers, um, you can make more of an impact.
0: Oh, I love that. And it's true too because, I mean, who in my life do I care about the most? Like for you, it's your husband and your baby and your family and your friends. Like you you are – your 200, these are your people. These are the people that you are in proximity to. Mm-hmm. These are not just numbers.
1: Yes. I just think that the enemy, there's no way he would not love if you thought that you could not make an impact. If you thought because you don't have a blue check and because you don't have a swipe a blank and because you don't have people you know, cheering for you everywhere you go or taking your picture, or asking for it, then you don't make a difference. I mean, wouldn't the enemy love to make you feel that way when in all reality is you are someone's child. You are someone's sister. You are someone's friend. You are someone's, um, you know, student. You are you are actually in a position of great influence. Mm. And great influence is literally the ability to have great influence, not, not like, the ability to have this massive following. Mm. And so I just want people to wake up and realize that they're um, them, whoever they are, are actually positioned to be um, a city on a hill, not just because you have fame, but because of who you are.
0: Sadie, I love what we're talking about here. This is going to be a great month, focusing all month long on this verse of not throwing away our confidence and getting up there and being the light on the hill and so i'm so excited guys sadie's coming back next week we've got more to talk about i've got some questions about her book and i just know that you are going to want to hear what she has to say so sadie thanks for for coming on yes thank you hey thanks for joining us on the dwell podcast you can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at DwellDifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.